Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Weeks since the Speaker of the House gave in to her far-left members' demands for an impeachment inquiry, she and other prominent House Democrats have insisted over and over and over again that impeachment will not stop them from making real progress on legislation. Ah, oh, you guys don't care about that. Let's be real. Here's the thing. They may do a thousand things in a day, and I've talked to, I've had everybody on from Schweikert to many other, on my national show, I've, I have several other, both Democrats and Republicans on, you know, from Biggs and everybody else. The problem is the media doesn't care. The media doesn't care. I was watching Nancy Pelosi give an interview the other day. There's all the media there. And she's talking about, uh, yeah, what about, and we've working on this bill, and we've got this legislation, and we're working on this, and who's going to, anybody have questions on this? Nobody raised their hand. How about this? Does anybody have questions? Nobody raised their hand. The minute she says, all right, we could talk about this, everybody jumped at it. The media enjoys it, traditional media. People's Austin Main Street, man, it's traditional media. I mean, the New York Times, Washington Post, we know where they stand, right? CNN, obviously, people know where they stand. MSNBC, Fox. LA Times ran a, ran a piece today just talking about how they are the paper of resistance and how they're doing this. The media doesn't want Trump gone. I'm here to tell you a dirty secret. They don't. They don't. Conflict gets clicks. Conflict gets eyeballs. Conflict is good for business. They don't want somebody else in there that's not going to be good for business. They can hate his politics. But when his politics and his wackiness at times and his abrasiveness pays your bills, you learn to suck it up. To the point where you'll do everything you possibly can. It's a drug. Trump is a drug. He absolutely is a drug to them. And they're enjoying every second of it. They may hate it. And who he is. And on the other side of things, they love everything he brings to the table. You and I and a lot of other people, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of actions over words. Words are, they're exactly that, right? People take words and they run and they make something out of it that's nothing. I look at the actions. You could talk all day like, I'm going to get you. But if you never get anybody, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. The problem with Trump is he won't shut up. And any of the people around him won't shut up. You could talk about stuff. How about talking about things that you should be talking about? Talking about the economy. Talking about immigration. Talking about a lot of different things. Instead, he's out there talking about, you know, just stuff that you sit there and you shake your head and you're like, really? This is what you're doing? This whole thing is very bad for our country. In the midst of that, I'm trying to get out of wars. And we may have to get in wars, too. Wait a minute. So you're trying to get out of wars, but you may put us back in wars? Yeah, that's the way that's working. And this is a mess right here. Let's be honest with the whole Syria thing. By the way, I'm going to touch on it later. We've let the Kurds down on so many occasions. Going back to 1919 with Woodrow Wilson and work it all the way back. The right, the left, 
every single administration in some way, shape, or form has promised them something and not delivered some things. And as we pulled out today, I was watching them throw potatoes at our at our guys. Now we may keep 250 there because there's a chance that there's oil fields and that could get ugly. Try to find a way to protect Turkey's interest uh, without ethnic cleansing of the Kurds and keep those oil fields in, uh, oil fields. in uh, allied hands. So I think that's going to require air power. Well, we'll see. And we're, you know, we have a thousand men there and potentially women. I'm not quite sure, but I think probably that's it. So you have a thousand of them there. There was about anywhere between 50 and 100 in a certain area. We're moving them all around. None of them are coming home. It's so funny. People text me. They're coming home. They're not coming home. They're just going elsewhere, in many cases, inside of Syria. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You can tweet at us. Love hearing from all of you. So, Becky, I got to ask you, because you and I, we were just talking about your kids, and they do their stuff. Obviously, they went you know, to college. They did stuff. They try- One's still there. Yeah, one's still there. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I mean- Outside of cheating, though, in life, right? Like, parents want to give their kids every advantage they possibly can. I mean, that's the reality of that. And sometimes in this day and age of uber competition, people go overboard. But I'm listening to that guy, and he's going to go to jail for a month, right? Yeah. You got you yeah. got what's her name, Felicity Huffman. I do think Aunt Becky is going to jail for a while. She may do it. Yes, we're still waiting to hear for her. Now, yeah, and, and her kids Felicity Huffman standard only went two weeks. Two weeks, and they're going to let her out soon. I yeah. mean, what is she? She thinks she's running the joint. She's, oh, I think everybody there's running the joint. That is a lovely. Yeah. You think she just walks in and just punches somebody in the throat and just drags <laughs> them across? No, I don't think that. So but I do think now? she's doing some lovely craft work while she's there. <laughs> That's what I understand. They get to do crafts like origami and scrapbooking. But it's a vacation. It, but we we do right. Like we like we want to give our kids every advantage now. Like. And I was talking to somebody today where they're like, it's not even fair that you know some people can afford to help. Their kids with, you know, private tutors, this, that and the others. I mean, that's kind of where we got to. But I'm like, you know, whether you're Biden, Trump or the average person on the street, you want to give your kid the best advantage. Now, some of them way cross the line. Well, we yeah. realize that this guy here, 75 grand to get the right, the correct answers fed to his daughter by the proctor who was administering the test. Now, that's just out and out. Yeah. No questions yeah. about it. Cheating. How stupid your kid. The kid couldn't get into school. Well, yeah, no. But, yeah. Here's the thing. They can get into school. But, you know, this in this Instagram world, it's not the right school. Yes. That's the problem. It's not the right school. Like if your kid decides they want to be an HVAC, which is an amazing career that people should be running at or electrician. But your mom and dad want you to go USC and be a lawyer. And your brother is or, you know, your friends are all doing that. And you're not doing that somehow in this Instagram world. That's shameful. You're not going to get a post. Yeah, you're, and that's just it. You're not going to get a post. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, like if you go to Barbizon, remember Barbizon? I do. The yeah. modeling school. That's yeah. right. The modeling school. For those of you a little younger, don't know what Barbizon. Do you want? Remember that? Do you want to be a model or just look like one? Like, wait a minute. You can go to a college to just look to like just a look model. Like, they'd call you in for an interview. Like, like it mattered. Like it mattered. <laughs> it mattered. Oh my lord. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You could tweet at us. I love hearing from every single one of you. The whole impeachment thing. I'm just telling you guys. It is. It's just ridiculous. Here's my biggest fear out of all of that. Because they say it's going to take longer. This is what happens. It takes longer. It goes through the middle of next year. Obviously, he's not going to be impeached. 
at least not at this moment in time. Then what happens is he wins re-election and everything stays the same. You know, a few seats picked up here, a few seats lost there. But by and large, the Senate's still the Republicans and and the House is is the Democrats. And we have four more years of fighting and fighting, fighting and looking rather than moving forward. And I think people will get bored of that. 323-538-2423 at Chet Benson. Ciao. Twitter. A lot of good stuff, including Cardinals. Dude, that's three in a row, man. That is three in a row for the Cardinals. Got to love that, right? We said it earlier this year. May win six or seven games, but they're going to be a lot more exciting. And that's for darn sure. Think Josh Rosen's bumming right now? He's behind Fitz Magic. <laughs> Fitz Magic. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. 92.3 FM. <laughs> The Chad Benson Show, where the sensible center hangs out. Hey, you. That doesn't mean you can put your feet up on the table. You're despicable. This is Chad Benson. Check it out, guys. Look what we got for you. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons returned to Arizona with his full show. An entire production February 16th at ASU Gamage in Tempe. Tickets on sale now, but you can win a pair of tickets by visiting the rewards page at KTR.com. Look at you in there rocking out. I'm going to call you on this one. That is not Frankie Valley singing. That no, is that's the not. Four that is the drummer. Only. So, but yeah. he's in here. Frankie sees this. He's in there. That's Frankie. Singing the high part. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite song of everything they've oh, ever done. We act like I, he's not in there, but he's in there because they had that. They they also had a squabble back in the day. I know, the yeah, name. that's true. You so, ever seen Jersey Boys? I God, I love that movie. Oh yeah, I've seen the play. I mean, that was what I was. I thinking, saw the movie. The I didn't musical. see the, uh, but the, I, I love the movie. Oh, it's awesome. That was Clint Eastwood, the director. Though. Yeah, well, God, that's weird. Of all things, goodness me. That'll and he's great. got that new movie coming out about the. Uh, oh God, who was it? The uh, the the I don't know the security guard. That remember the security guard in '96 that saved everybody at the Atlanta Olympics, and then everybody thought and they he thought did he it? was the one that did it. Yeah, yes. but then he didn't do it. But by then they had ruined his life, so yes. it didn't matter. Yeah, it's very interesting. So I forget that guy's name. I know. God, I should well, know. We'll Jewel, run... Richard Jewel. You literally have an encyclopedia. I know it's crazy on your neck. Hey, you know what's right crazy? There. If you're in prison. And, you know, you're going to be like, you got to throw down. You got to know your hard stuff, like your rap. Like, how do you rap to, you know, how do you tell everybody why you're in prison? Like, you know, they're here. This guy's here for attempted murder. This guy's here for dealing cocaine and, and, you know, manslaughter. And then you're like, I paid somebody 75 grand to get my kid into a college because my kid's not very sharp. And then you'll be in trouble with all these other people because yeah. you did something so incredibly stupid. Yeah, stupid. They're like, you're here for what? Well, yeah. white privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're here for. White Taking privilege. you down. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, I was watching Notorious B.I.G. movie the other night. Like, if you guys have never seen it, it's called Notorious. It's about, you know, Biggie Smalls. Yep. And he's, like, singing about his life. You know, Tupac and all of them. Jack's asking me questions over the weekend about all of them. And I'm laughing because I'm like, Jack, you should be a rapper and just talk about all your privilege. You're like, yeah, check it out. I got tutors and stuff. I get to play football. I got all kinds of cool things. And Why not? Why not, right? Like, yeah. Just, just own it, Jack. You never just know. That's it. right. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You can tweet us. We got really something interesting coming up. We're going to talk about a play going on here, a musical. 
that deals with foster care and adoption. We're going to talk about foster care and adoption. That's a real need in this state right here, this valley as well. And having my family go through it all with my brothers and sisters, but even before that, my mother being a, a foster mother, it is an important thing. And uh, we're going to dispel some of the myths and the rumors about what goes on and, and, and what you need to do to even qualify. Because I've had people come up and go, I, I don't think I could be one. No, you probably can. You just don't know it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Chad Benson Show. Where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. This is my vision. It is fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> We like to focus on local stuff. We do. And right now we got something very interesting. Valley Youth Theater is putting on something amazing. It's called They Choose Me. It's a musical about foster care and adoption, as told to the eyes of voices of children. Joining us now is Bob Cooper. He's a producing artistic director, which I found out what that is comparatively to other artistic directors of the Valley Youth Theater. Bob, appreciate you coming in today. So let's dive a little bit deep into We're going to get to Gillian in a second. But I want to talk to you about the about the musical because it sounds very interesting. Uh, how this come about? Um. Well, the musical was written by Ned Paul Ginsberg and Michael Colby a number of years ago. And six years ago, we actually did the Arizona premiere of this musical. Um, it kept coming when I was looking for shows to do each year. It kept coming up to the top. It kept, you know, something that I felt like we really wanted to do, but I couldn't figure out how am I going to sell this to an audience, you know, about adoption and foster care. But the stories were so poignant. It was important. And we took the chance six years ago and did it. And um, we teamed up with the foster um, adoption and foster care community and to help get that word out. And we have done that again this time. Yeah. Joining us as well as uh, Gillian Vanessa, who is the uh, assistant director of foster care for the Arizona Department of Child Safety. And, how weird is that to have somebody come to you and say, hey, we've got a musical about foster care and adoption that we'd like to put on. How can we uh, join forces? Well, we thought it was absolutely amazing, and we were incredibly excited about the opportunity to join forces. Uh, one of the areas that that I run at the Department of Child Safety is the Children's Heart Gallery, which is a website and an event that we put on five to six times a year to spotlight children in Arizona that are looking for a forever family. So leading up into National Adoption Month and finding out about this musical that's going to um, be put on about foster care and adoption, it was the perfect opportunity to partner. And we were thrilled to have Bob reach out to us and, and be a part of it. Awesome. Uh it's interesting because it's a musical about, again, they choose me about foster care and adoption and and the stories. I mean, you know, with any entertainment, it's about a story. And those kids have stories that most people couldn't even understand. Absolutely. And there it really covers just about every type of situation you can think of. I mean, there's there are happy stories or sad stories. There's there's a song about uh, the day I was told. Um, sorry, it gets me a little bit. Um, there's you know, anger, you know, young people dealing with the anger of the, their situation. And, but basically the bottom line is, is that you know, they chose me. So you were talking about uh, like those stories. Those stories are powerful, and I'm sure it affects everybody. So are, are some of the – because, again, it's, it's youth. It's, it's the Valley Youth uh, Theater. Are there kids that are, are in foster care and stuff that may participate in some of this or, or, or part of that? Well, we have three of the cast members were adopted. 
So doesn't get any yeah more real it, than it, that. Yep. And uh, we spend a lot of time, and we talk. You know, when we do shows, we talk about the truth and the material. And as an actor, and a, something like this, there's so much more. I mean, these are real stories from real children. And we spend a lot of time really digging in. And the three young people that are in the show that were adopted, I mean, they really enlightened uh, us in a lot of ways. And uh, we laughed a lot. We cried a lot. And uh, I think we do a pretty good job of telling these stories. That's awesome. Talking to uh, Bob Cooper, producing artistic director of Valley Youth Theater, and uh, Gillian uh, Vanessa, who is also assistant director for foster care of the Arizona Department of Child Safety. So... Again, it's uh, we got a lot of kids that are out there that are struggling. My mother adopted my seven brothers and sisters because my sister is a crackhead, and so she's got she's a mess. Uh, but I've got I've got I'm 48. I have a seven year old little brother, all the way up to a 21 year old. I, and my mother fostered kids before that. It, it takes a lot to do something like that, but it's so rewarding. It is so rewarding. Um, there are lots of ways to get involved with the Arizona Department of Child Safety. If you're wanting to think about fostering or adopting, um, you can come to our website. You could become a volunteer. You could volunteer at one of the Children's Heart Gallery events. Uh, you can, you can of course, donate. There are different organizations that, that help support foster families, um, give them resources and, and other uh, things that they need to help them go through the foster care journey. And then if you're interested in adopting, you can visit the Children's Heart Gallery website and, and learn more about that process and, and those events. It's a great way, uh, as Bob shared, these children have a story, and sometimes those stories can be intimidating. And if you can come to a Children's Heart Gallery event and spend some time with a child and learn about who they are as a person instead of reading about them on paper, you get to see their personality shine through through those events. That's awesome. Uh, so, Bob, when you you put this together and you're, you're you're talking to people, and you know, you said there's about 20 plus songs and stuff like this. So, people are going to be coming out to see this. What what, what are they going to expect? Is you know, because again, you were just choked up there, and I think a lot of people are like, is there? I hope there's some fun stuff in it as well, because we want the big and the bold and the fun because we don't want it just to be a very, you know, dour thing. And I mean, I've gone to a lot of musicals and I like some musicals with, you know, a wave of emotions, not just singularly one emotion. Oh, no, it's 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 a roller coaster ride of fun. And there are those poignant stories that'll you'll you will laugh, you will cry, you will bop in your seat. I mean, there's there's a song called the Foster Care Square Dance. And that's a ton of fun. And I mean, there it's it's a nice variety which is so is it as each one of these songs is it telling a singular story or is it all to try to tie everything in some are singular stories um some are you know one one song is called what is a parent and they're all singing it and you know it's talking about as a parent somebody who's a blood in relation or as a parent someone who takes care of you and loves you and is there for you and um there's there's a little girl her name is Mei Ling and she's um She's Asian, and she was adopted by Jewish parents. So she sings this song called um, Mailing Moskowitz, and it's hysterical. <laughs> you know, it, it truly is is very funny. I mean, so there's just 
a lot of great stories. I love it. I love it. It's going to be very interesting. We're talking to uh, Bob Cooper, producing artistic director at the Valley Youth uh, Theater, and Gillian Vanessa, assistant director of foster care, uh, Arizona Department of Child Safety. And, and I want to dig a little bit deeper. We're going to take a quick break. I want to come back and dig a little bit deeper and talk about adoption, talk about foster care, and some of the myths that are out there that people don't really understand about a lot of these things when it comes to children that need uh, not only a temporary home, but a permanent home. And I think there's a lot of fear out there and a lot of unknown. And in this day and age, if if we don't know it, we just poo-poo it. And I think we could try to break some of those uh, myths down. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. We deal this. Mueller, arrest me. Chad will trade you two perjury charges for one collusion and throw in a reduced charge of obstruction for free. Yeah, I'd do that. For just listening to... The Chad Benson Show. Yeah! We're talking about adoption. We're talking about foster care. We're talking about art. Because uh, coming up soon, we've got a really interesting and amazing musical, uh, I guess, theater going on. And joining us now, Bob Cooper, producing artistic director of the Valley Youth Center and Gillian Vaness, assistant director of foster care at the Arizona Department of Child Safety. And so you guys have uh, They Choose Me, the musical's going on. Now, if people want to come see it, get tickets, how do they do it? They can go to our website, uh, VYT.com. It's com, And tickets are very affordable. They're $20. And uh, it runs... Uh, f- Saturdays and Sundays, Saturdays at 12 and 3.30, and Sundays 12.30 and 4. Nice. Love that. We were talking uh, uh, before we went to break about there's so many myths. So people don't understand about adoption and foster care. People get, you know, can I qualify for something like that? I'd love to do it. I've got the space. I've got the, you know, I've got I've got enough of my heart to give. But, uh, you know, it's like, would they take me? Would they not take me? And, you know, I don't want to get attached to a kid and they yank it because that's a tough thing, too, as well. So let's dispel some of those. Who are you looking for when it comes to people, when it comes to foster care? We are looking for anyone that has a heart and compassion to help somebody's life improve. Um, if you're interested in foster care, our, our first primary goal at the department is for children to be reunified with their birth families. And so we work with the birth families through services for them to uh, achieve that goal. So being a foster parent is walking alongside a birth family and helping them um, meet that goal of reunification it doesn't have to be in person and there are other ways to support. And sometimes that's by caring for a child in the best way that you can and provide them a loving home until they're able to reunify. Uh, when parents aren't able to achieve their services, then we start looking at adoption as a permanent sequel for children. Um, there are lots of different ways to become an adoptive parent. One is being a foster parent and, and, you choose to permanently care for the child. And then we have children through the Children's Heart Gallery website that are legally free for adoption and waiting to find their forever home. And so our our department works with families that are looking for children for the purpose of adoption and matching them up through that website. You know, it, it's... Like the last time I think anybody even talked about this was obviously the crazy YouTube mom and all that kind of stuff. And that's unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. Uh, But, you know, I know people that really they they think about doing something like this and they're like, okay, what kind of qualifications do I need? What are these things that I have to have? And, you know, because I think it's a fair question to ask. And, you know, is it long term? Is it short term? And people want to feel like 
you know, do you get to pick and choose? Because I remember when my mother went through it all, there was like, we we're only going to do this and they're only going to be this. And we try to place people that are similar. And and, and we were in California and it was and, it, you know, I mean, the, the the birth family found out where my mother lived and they weren't supposed to be anywhere near the kids. And it was scary. And I think people, again, they, they, there's a lot of rumors and, and things they just don't know about out there that, you know, I think if it was out there more, it'd be a lot, you know, people jump at it. I think the biggest thing, so in order to become a foster parent, you have to pass some basic background checks. You have to be fingerprinted. Uh, you obviously can't be on the child abuse registry, uh, 21 years of age. And we do a home inspection and a home study, which is an assessment of who you are as a family and uh, what are what are the things that you do as a family that, that makes you unique? And then what are the things that you struggle with as a family? Uh, to be an adoptive parent, you have only have to be eighteen years of old. Uh, eighteen years old, um, you for foster parent parents, you go through a training class called Foster Parent College, um, and then you get licensed through the Office of Licensing and Regulation. In terms of preferences, you you get to decide what your preferences are, whether that be an age range or demographics, male or female. Um, some preferences are set for you based on you know your abilities for separate bedrooms, things like that. The department is always looking for foster parents willing to take older youth and sibling groups, as that is a need that we have. Um, we don't want to separate children in foster care. We want them to be able to stay together um, as a family unit. In terms of what you were talking about of um, not positive things happening, the department does its best to overcome those challenges. Um, being open and understanding to the fact that the birth family went through something, which is why the children are in care, and supporting them the best way you know how. That could be with just sharing notes, you know, back and forth to tell them how their children is doing or you know, putting up a picture in the child's bedroom of the family to to help keep the children safe. But our goal is to keep the children safe during their experience in out-of-home care. How much does the foster parent know about the background? Because obviously you want to give them some idea, maybe not go in too depth, especially if there's, you know, criminal activity and certain things that may. But, you know, how much are they aware of what's going on? Because I think that's important, too, because somebody's like, well, I didn't know that, the, you know, this, the, you know, his dad was on the you know most wanted list and he could be hunting for him. I mean, are, are they made aware to a certain extent? The department shares the information that the department is aware of with the foster families while still respecting the birth parents' right to privacy. So um, things that would fall under HIPAA is still remains private. Um, but in terms of something like the scenario that you just gave, if we're aware of it, we're certainly going to share it with the foster family to ensure that everybody is safe. Oh, awesome. Right there. I love that. I mean, come on. Come on, people. Get up. Do something. If I had a room right now, don't. I would absolutely do it. But I don't have a room. Talking to Bob Cooper, producing Artistic Director Valley Youth Theater, and uh, uh, Gillian uh, Vanessa right there, Assistant Director of Foster Care at the Arizona Department of Child Safety. So people are going to come out. They're going to see this. What do you want people to take away, Bob? Because you got to hear this. They choose me. you got this big thing going on, uh, this big musical. What would you like people to take away from this? Well, I would like them to, one, uh, experience the magic that is Valley Youth Theater and to come and see 23 young people who are incredibly talented singing and dancing their hearts out. And um, I want folks to walk away really feeling like with this show in particular that they learned something about foster care and adoption or it resonated with them because they were in the system or they were adopted or had a family member and just walk away feeling great. I like that. You talked earlier, Gillian, about the 
older kids and the siblings. Older kids are probably tough, especially when it comes to adoption. Everybody wants something brand new. And I was trying to, you know, the craziness that's just happened here with the adoption of placement and the whole nine yards. I, I was saying that this guy created essentially his own products because I know what parents want. Parents want brand new. They want the parents not to be around, to sign everything on, to disappear, and to never worry about somebody coming back into the lives and maybe trying to take the child away. But I'm sure you got all these older kids who are in a situation where they've been in, you've probably seen kids who've been in the system forever, and they're going to age out, and they'll never know anything other than, hey, you're 18, you know, sorry, this is it. Yeah, I mean, one thing to realize is foster care is a community journey. It's a community need. Um, so there are so many ways that we can get involved to to help children. And I think step one would be going to the Valley Youth Theater and checking out a musical about this journey. And then visiting our website, we have the childrensheartgallery.org or dcs.az.gov. Um, that will tell you more. And we have some with National Adoption Month coming up, we have some adoption stories going on our website that are specifically focused on adoption of older youth. And and you're right, if an older youth ages out of the system, where do they go for Thanksgiving if if they go to college and they're on break and they don't have a place to, to stay during you know, Christmas or a holiday. So ways that we can get involved and help youth and help them find permanency um, and be part of their journey so that they can have a more successful future is, is what we hope for. Absolutely. Check it out. They Choose Me. It is going on from when's it start? It, it's playing it, now, and it runs through the 27th of October. So get out there and see it. I appreciate you guys coming in. Bob Cooper, producing artistic director. I know what that is now. At the Valley Youth Theater. And uh, Gillian uh, Vanessa, assistant director of foster care, uh, post-permanency support, AZ Department of Child Safety. I appreciate you guys coming on, talking about a subject that uh, can be tough and at the same time rewarding. Thank you guys so very much. Thank you. Thank at you. Chad Benson Show's Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.